MDMA Lifestyle Wave, a.k.a. the Underground Content Kings. Proudly bring to you, motherfucking live from the kitchen. I think this is episode 15. I got a very special guest in the house today. But before I introduce him, I want to let y'all know this shit is streaming on Spotify, Apple Music, Stitcher Radio, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Player FM, TuneIn at Podbean, Podomatic, and wherever else you get your funky-ass podcast. Shout out to FCLG, that's First Class Lifestyle Gang. First class lifestyle group. <laughs> hey, bro, I ain't recording in three fucking weeks. What the fuck oh, do you expect? Um, all right. So in doing these live from the kitchen interviews, I think it's been really cool to interview people I have like the most awkward energy with, and I got one of them people here today. Like, <laughs> I don't. It's not awkward anymore. I don't feel like we have awkward. Yeah, yeah. Not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> But there was there was like a, a couple months there where shit was kind of like fuck you. So I got this nigga Millie in the house today. What do you want to be called, yo? Is it Millie or you wanna <laughs> want the like the professional Mr. Clark shit? It don't matter. I'm gonna call this nigga <laughs> Mr. Clark. I think he's earned it by now. Um, go ahead, tell him about yourself, man. I'm not shit, uh, but I'm here. I'm alive and well. I don't do shit. You feel me? And you are the, the owner and curator of... <laughs> the Gallery About Nothing, 805 East Baltimore Street, Baltimore, Maryland, 21202. What's the phone number on that, bro? 410-504-9249. All right. Now, the Gallery About Nothing. How did you get to that name as being the name now? Because the last time I checked was the fucking Sand Gallery. Mm -hmm. And then before that, it was <laughs> two other things. But, um, um, the Incredible Little, little art, art Gallery. Yeah, so the Incredible Little Art Gallery, then give and take for like a couple months, and then the Sand Gallery, which was sell art, not drugs. Yeah. Um, The Gallery about nothing, I mean, inspired by Wale and just whatever. It's a gallery about everything, but, you know, it's just a play on words, really. Okay. Now, how long have you had that name now? 2018, since the end of so 2018. So this is the fucking name now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. No more changes with the name? No, I mean, you never know. But I want to keep that. Like, if I open up in another state, I might switch it up or yeah. whatever. But um, Now, I know you from making music and um, doing things with YHGM before um, me and you started doing business together. Mm -hmm. So what made you want to go from um, music? And then I know you were in, like, a consultant like slash managing phase for a while. And then you really started to get into the gallery bag. So what what do you what what happened to make you go from just being a manager and a fucking dot connector to wanting to be a full fledged business owner and like run an art gallery? Well, I think what we was we was like looking at managing artists and starting a label and shit. Mm. But um then I mean, like I, I just started managing visual artists, so once you know once we got we got office space so like frank was one of the business partners it was like four or five of us yeah we'll get into that, we'll get into that. <laughs> we got office space but Jerome, i mean i was just managing visual artists mm -hmm. and then shit once we got the office space you feel me like and he had his art on the wall i'm like this could be a fucking art gallery and then people started fucking with that idea and then it turned into something yeah, that love was was nice yeah, like, <laughs> at first, bro. That and was a nice little wave. So yeah. like, within them, within them, just them first couple, within them first few months, I made more money doing that than I ever did rapping. Like, what the fuck am I gonna keep doing that for? Why would you go back to music? <laughs> yeah, no fucking that shit, shit is pointless. Now, when did you? What made you wanna um, kind of convert the gallery space into having like events there and shit? Hey. 
it had to make money. So like, I was like, this shit gotta make money. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Like, ain't nobody just buying art like that. So it was like, all right, well, let's start getting people to come out and learn how to paint. It was just a, I gotta sustain the space, so we need to do something like yeah. to to pay the bills. This is an interesting interview because I've known you since you started your fucking business. Like I've been there from See, everything the in the beginning yeah. of that's your the fucking thing. business. You know from that, I know from the music. <clears throat> yeah, I mean he 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 know me from music, but yeah. like we were business partners. <laughs> like, um, all right, so let, let me kind of change this shit up, yo. So fucking boom, niggas started the gallery. So um, yeah, if y'all niggas don't know. I guess you could say I was a silent partner at the gallery or whatever. This nigga ain't smoking, bro. Oh, shit. You ain't smoking, huh? Yeah, I think so. You wanna hit it? I ain't never seen you hit a fucking butt, nigga. You wanna hit it for live in the kitchen? No, alright, fuck one time. He's about time, to hit it. One right. time. I'm about to say, I got some. I, I might smoke too, once, <laughs> once a year. My nigga. I cut that out of the interview, though. No, I won't. Can, I won't put it's it. It's all in. good. Come well, on, you yeah. a business. I ain't hiding it from nobody. You feel me, like? The um, the business is, is semi-professional. So. so yeah, man. Um, so basically, what you trying to say is we had an office space. We started an art gallery, but then it got to the point where niggas still had to pay rent. So we had to facilitate paying rent with having live events. I had a studio upstairs, and you were still managing artists and um, doing promotions at like soundstage and shit too. Yeah. So um, how how is that like? Do you find yourself having an additional leg up as far as like hookups go and people you can bring to the gallery from your connections at um, Baltimore Soundstage? Kind of a little bit, but it don't always work like that. Like, because Soundstage wants that money or they feel like they can make more money with their meet and greets at Soundstage, a oh, reputable place and shit yeah. like that. So it's hard to get people to come to do meet and greets and shit at the at the gallery, mm-hmm. um, but we had Jay Prince come through. So yeah, I, I mean, thought that Jay Prince uh, book signing that was dope as shit. Yeah. How'd you pull that off? Just having fucking connections that I don't even care care about or knowing that I have. So like, mm-hmm. it's people. It's important people who follow me, mm-hmm. and I don't even be like I don't ask nobody for nothing. I don't hit nobody up. So uh, Julia Beverly follow follow me, and then. Julia Beverly started Ozone Magazine, so the she helped. Lady? Yeah, she helped Pimp C with. She helped Pimp yeah, C with his book. I got you. And she was helping Jay Prince with his oh, book. Okay, okay. So like, this is right around the time we had. I mean, he put the book out, but he's also on his media run. Based, on, I mean, based off the book, but also the Drake and Pusha T beef because True. he interjected in that. So uh, he was on. He was doing book signings along with Drake's tour. Mm-hmm. So they was in D.C. She hit me up like it'd be cool if he come through to the mini hip hop museum and do a book sign. I'm like, you get a chance sure. to uh, chop it up with him for a minute. Yeah, yeah, we talked and we was talking about like me opening one up in Houston and all kind of shit. How was it? he was feeling that shit? Yeah, like he felt. You feel me? Like I wasn't expecting. I mean, like niggas got their own shit going on, and you just talking to, like niggas think like, oh, if I tell them this great idea, if I rap for them, then they gonna put me on or some shit, blah blah right. blah. So I'm just telling, you know, he was fucking with the the space and giving me props for the for the idea and shit. And mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, we should open one in Houston. He was all with it. You feel me? But I feel like they want to see you just make it happen. And then I'll once I see he because of the the thing that he asked me was how you make money with this, yeah. <laughs> you know, his voice and shit. Yeah. So he asked me that, and I was just telling him how. And you feel me? I'm like, I'm gonna open one in Houston. So the I was. 
uh, right before COVID, like um, we looking for spaces in Houston, like we looking to do this, mm-hmm. but COVID hit and it was just all right. It's not happening. How is how has COVID affected your fucking business? Shit, it's been COVID. Twenty twenty was the best year of the business. Like they say, in five years, they say, in, like as an entrepreneur, in five years, like if your shit, if you're still going or whatever, then you you pretty much got it. So mm-hmm. the, this was the fifth year, and twenty twenty was. I mean, twenty twenty was the fifth year. And shit. Were you the open best. during the whole time during? Not COVID? the whole time. I probably took like a month and a half off just okay. to figure it out and see what was going on. But once. You feel me? Like, I say, like, end of April, early May, we got back to it. Yeah, because it ain't like, if you just got, like, a regular gallery day, it ain't like it's going to be, like, 30 people in that exactly. bitch at the same time. Yeah. And, shit. and then people were scared to come out, too. So it's just like, but people were still looking for shit to do, still right. want to do private events. Like, that's cool. Like, if it's just you and your people or whatever. But shit, we kept doing events. And, you know, 2020 was literally the best year. Like, I became financially stable and all that for the most part. That's a blessed joke. Mm-hmm. And I, definitely a good year. I traveled a bunch. <coughs> still traveling. I fly for free. My sister a flight attendant, so like it was. I was. Damn, gang, I gang. Was just out here again. Doing it. shit. Where you uh, where you travel to? Like, what's um, some of your favorite spots you travel to? So uh, I mean, I'm back and forth to Atlanta a lot, mostly. So you got some bitches that, out there? No, I don't. I'm a, some bitches. Uh, <laughs> 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 Perhaps, but um. <laughs> My, my son lives there now, and then like my cousin has a recording studio out there, like okay. one of the biggest recording studios in Atlanta. So nice, like Lil Baby and Future recorded their project there. Um, Lil Baby and Gunna recorded their, I mean Future and Young Thug recorded their project there. Lil Baby and Gunna did their shit there. Like they have plaques from these, from these projects. Um, Lau House, and uh, like they have plaques from those from those shits and. You know, Lil Baby and Gunna got the Grammy nod for Drip Too Hard, too. Yeah. So they, you know. But, yeah, like, that's, like, seeing, like, them niggas is, when I first went to Atlanta and saw, like, how my cousin was living, it was just, like, watching Jeezy back in, when he was coming out with Trap or Die. Like, I was, yeah. um, like, niggas in Atlanta are living it up. Yeah. Like, so I go there just to get that energy. And they, chain say chain say they down there rapping Rolls Royce and yeah. like they Chevys. This shit is crazy. Like it's <laughs> it's a whole different, it's a whole different like world. Wakanda, it's a whole different <laughs> yeah, world. That's what they've been saying. So like, yeah. so we do. Uh, I'm doing. I'm starting to do events like monthly events out there. We did our first one last month. It's been a, a lot of love out of Atlanta. They yes. showing you good support out yeah, there. Yeah, that first event sold out. So now I'm trying to do two at the end of this month. We'll see what happens, and eventually open that space down there. Who you uh, who you currently listening to in between uh, in between your uh, travel destinations? You got any good music recently? I mean, really, it's Griselda that I, as far as like new shit. But mm-hmm. like, if I'm listening, if I'm listening to music, it's old shit, um, and I don't really listen to shit when I'm outside because I don't like headphones and shit. So I just when I'm inside, I might listen to some music, but mostly it's podcasts. Like and podcasts be could be three four hours long, so yeah. I don't have time for anything else. What podcast you fucking with right now? Uh, Joe Button shit. Shit, let me look. I got probably six different podcasts in each phone that I listen to. Ti shit, Drink Champs. You like Ti shit? I love Ti shit. I was just listening to it before I got here. I um, talk too much about himself. Bodega man. Boys, Big Facts, Come On Son, Bodega Boys, David Banner shit, bunch of shit. David Banner got one. Yeah. 
What about the uh, Royce and uh, Lupe shit? I want to get to that. I do want to get into that. But right now, I got all these other podcasts in rotation, but I definitely want to listen to that shit. You listen to it? You listen to it? Nah, I ain't check it out yet. Because I think they was on the Zoom tip, and I ain't really a fan of the Zoom I don't like the Zoom shit either. Um... Quali podcast. You got any podcasts going on? Um, I was supposed to be starting with my cousin. Like we had the idea in July 2020, but we still ain't recorded shit because we be busy. And he live in PG. Yeah. So and when he come, he come to Baltimore every weekend. But when we do that, when he come, it's like 11, 12 at night. And mm-hmm. we, I got events going on and shit. So we got an Instagram page and we got content on there, but we ain't got no fucking, we ain't recording no podcast. And I ain't really pressed to. It's a lot of podcasts like. And, it's, and it seemed like bro. And it seemed like It's dying down Like yeah. in terms of I mean it's just dry Like It's oversaturated I don't know It was just like It's a it's lot going on shit. It's just like music Like It's just like rappers Like Now I everybody got That's what they really Gonna start doing Like signing niggas To podcast deals yes, I mean they They've started True They've started So And I've Like listening to The Joe shit Like when they did The Spotify shit mm-hmm. And then listening to His whole rant About the Spotify shit Like all of that was like inspiring to like, oh, I want to do it. I mean, I want to try another podcast. You know, yeah. we tried to do a podcast. We tr- like the first podcast that when I, when I jumped into executive producing podcast was mm-hmm. the one that we did uh, Church, uh, Church of Boy Thoughts and yeah. shit. And I felt I felt like if we kept going with that shit, and that was a different like that was early. And it was different, mm-hmm. so I feel like if why we why didn't we keep early. going with that? It's too shit. many niggas. <laughs> it's too many niggas and schedules and. Dumb shit, like shit, man. I'll be straight up from what I remember. Niggas wasn't paying, like this. Man, listen, it's <laughs> it's just like it is what it is, it's crazy because it's just like niggas uh, wasn't paying, it's just bro. like the rap shit. Like yeah. niggas don't take that seriously and think it's just supposed to come easy in the park. Like we really, I felt like we really could have. Niggas love the look. With niggas that. love the look, yeah. and niggas love the the um. Niggas don't what love. They call it. Look. Niggas don't love the work. Yeah. Um. What's it called online? Now? Your impressions or your engagement or mm-hmm. whatever. Niggas mm-hmm. love the like engagement. The engagement but on the post, but they don't want to do the that fucking money, man. <laughs> That's all love though. That shit was fire. It was yeah. a good as I do. We did like four episodes or some shit. <laughs> yeah. It was some bangers, bro. But yeah, anytime you need a. Uh, you know, a podcast home. You can come on over to Death Row. Mm-hmm. We out. He exactly. out here getting Frank is executive right producing now, a hundred podcasts Hell at a time. Yeah. That's got, how I was at one point. Like yeah, I was, man. you feel me? But I remember we started the other one. Um, I got four baby mothers and I don't pay for shit. Yo, the fucking hate Ollie show. We had the one shit with the chick. Uh, Ty's talking. Fucking. Then y'all did another one. It was hella shows, bro. But them shits, we ain't never get past like maybe like three, four episodes. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? People don't. I guess people don't see a, don't see like the the money or enough attention coming in early. Then it's just like, oh well, this is a waste of time. <laughs> yeah. Plus, you gotta have a good a uh, good ass idea too. Mm-hmm. Like it has to be centered around something. Them niggas gotta understand with the podcast shit too. Since it like when y'all was doing it, it was so new. Mm. You gotta build. You gotta kind of build that audience yourself and curate that audience, because that's how like loudspeakers and them was doing. These was motherfuckers that you knew or you people knew already, mm-hmm. but they still had to curate more of an audience to be able to go. All right, we doing X amount of listens every week. Mm-hmm. Yo, somebody pay us for some ads. You, why don't you give us X amount of dollars every month for ads and we run this many out? Because they got because we got the audience. Yeah. Got the, that's that's what niggas don't understand. You gotta build it. 
And we was doing live podcasts like four or five years ago when nobody was doing that. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like that's that's the advantage that we had and oh, shit. Oh shit. And then when I when I started doing when I started doing the one with the two chicks or the one chick in probably like two thousand and seventeen probably. Mm-hmm. And then like we actually we went up to New York and met Combat Jack and all them niggas like Oh shit, like, that's what's up. You feel me? Like right in fucking events with them and I feel like the podcast that I was executive producing at that time could have landed on there. But like yeah. even right now, like niggas ain't even thinking about loudspeakers because Joe Button got this shit in the. You know what I mean, like he's the literally like the biggest hip hop podcast at the moment. Like yeah, you know what I mean yeah. like niggas ain't thinking about no. Uh, it's other podcasts that exist, it's but it's to the point where you can't even get in on that shit, bro. If you ain't got your shit a certain kind of way, yeah. you can't even do well, that type if of you shit. Not, <clears throat> if you're not a personality, mm-hmm. I mean, it's a lot. Like Mano got, it's a lot of niggas with podcasts, but you feel me? Like Joe shit is like, and he ain't even want to do no podcast at first. Like, but that yeah, shit I was crazy. He was back on that shit way back. That shit then, was crazy. Fucking um, all right. What's the funniest shit you seen at the gallery so far? You know, like the wildest, craziest shit. Uh, I guess most recently. Probably like last year or some shit, early last year, uh, well maybe t- was last year, maybe like 2019 ish. It was a a drunk couple. I don't even know if they was really a couple, but she was trying to suck his dick. She was drunk as shit. She was trying to suck his dick like right in the hallway or by the steps or some shit. Like yeah. was right, it, was while it like an, an event, event was going, oh, like wow. it was somebody's birthday party. Damn. And she was just drunk, it's and lit. he was like, he was like, you need to like, you need to chill, like you need to relax. You're drunk, and I think he was like, I'm not even gonna be with you tomorrow or some shit. It was wild. It was just wild, and I was just kind of peeking around a corner, like eavesdropping and shit. But that was most recently. That's probably the craziest. That sounds like hot theater, yo. Yeah. <laughs> I'd have been like, hey, the fuck. All right, fine. Um, what's the what's the craziest event somebody thrown at the gallery, young? I mean, like, has that has have they hit you with the sipping paint with the male strippers yet? Yeah, we uh, we do that a lot. <laughs> we did we did one two weeks ago. Yo, that's fire! And we yo, got another one to, next month. I gotta get I gotta get in on this shit. We do yo. the one with the women. We probably do that. We do oh, one next Friday. Having the women strippers too? Yeah, like we did a stripping paint. We did stripping paint. Stripping paint. I've done stripping paint at strip clubs. You Son, know what like, the fuck is going on? Yeah. So you like a promoter now too? Then no, I mean, I promote my events. So I mean. well, if you got <laughs> events, you're a fucking event promoter, yeah, nigga. Yeah. That's what's up, bro. I mean, we was doing events when y'all was still at the gallery. Yeah, but we weren't doing no stripping paint. <laughs> <laughs> The yeah, book. like I mean, this shit elevated. Like yeah, I had yeah, to, yeah. I had to think of new ways to, to to do this shit. Like at first, it was just all right, let's figure out this simple paint shit. But like at that time, the artist like Reese didn't want to really do that shit. So it was just like, mm. and she was the main artist. But it was just like I'm gonna lose money by her not wanting to make money. Like this is the easy. Like I make a living fucking doing sipping paints. I don't fucking paint or draw. <laughs> I make a. I don't have a job. Like yeah. I used to work around the corner at. Mercedes Benz, like mm-hmm. I don't fucking, you feel me? Like I make a living doing that, and I don't fucking do it. Yo, why do you always look so unenthused at live shows? Man? Cause that shit don't like. They, I'm not a fan of nobody. Like I like music, <laughs> but I'm not like a fan of. 
I see this nigga at every show at Soundstage, and he just be like, hey, "What's up?" Man? I just look. I just look that way all the time. Like nothing really. I'm not really like excited about much. So it's just like yeah. shit. Just like these niggas are regular people. You feel me? Like it's. I be trying to connect with the niggas behind the scenes. That's you feel me? Putting this mm-hmm. shit together and making the moves. Like there's no rapper or singer that amazes me. Like if I met Jay Z, cool. But I'd probably still be on some chill shit. Like niggas be fans and like big fans and like groupies over regular people. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not impressed like and that. And the majority of them niggas is like five, four. Yeah. You feel me? And you like six, seven. Oh, so. yeah. I'd be like, damn. You look, I, <laughs> yo, I remember when I met uh, Juicy J, I was just like, damn. It's man. crazy how a lot of rappers are short. Like, it's yeah. just like a, like. <laughs> well, I ain't the tallest nigga, but I mean, a lot of rappers are like Havoc and Prodigy. I was tall like this fat Joe. That's a tall nigga. For real? Like, like when I seen him, I'm like, he's not as big as he looked. Mm-hmm. Like you could tell us when he first started losing weight, I was like, oh, he ain't as big. But that was a tall nigga. Yo, how do you feel about um, Holiday putting um, a song that got one of your verses on there? Man? Is that something you recorded recently? No, that's I think what he that whatever he put out was unreleased shit, yeah. and I was like, okay, like I didn't even know they. It, yeah, and it, okay. it probably it probably it. was out. I mean, but what was really out? Like niggas were just throwing shit out, but like I didn't, I didn't know that he was harboring any unreleased shit. But I mean, I guess that was unreleased. I can't remember, but I'm pretty sure it was you some on something. But you don't ever think about rap, you know? You just once a that. year, maybe. Once but a year. <laughs> but like, when the last time oh, you no. been in the studio to like lay a verse now? Like years. Probably like 2016. Damn. I don't know. Somebody. I was managing a. I was managing a chick and a rapper maybe like 2017 ish. Mm-hmm. And she uh when we, when I stopped managing her, she uh put a little diss in her like a little line, some little weak ass line in her shit. Yeah. And then I was gonna go and back and I was gonna rap like, oh, make shit. a diss. Yeah, like what would yeah. what would have been the point of that? Like. <laughs> Nah, it's good you still had that instinct, though. Like, fuck that. I'll borrow you the fuck up. (laughs) Like, for sure, but that shit, it's a waste waste of time. Like, like, if niggas knew, like, if niggas, like, most rappers, most up-and-coming rappers don't understand the business at all. So it's just like, I'm just gonna, I'm nice and niggas shit fuck with me. But Did you actually enjoy, like, managing artists? Yeah, that was better than rapping. Like, that shit, like, just the fact that my knowledge and expertise or whatever or my connections could get you to this certain stage but the thing is i was taking them to the certain stage mm-hmm. before they deserved it or it was just too mm-hmm. early like what the fuck am i why are you opening for people you ain't even done no fucking open mics or regular shows yet right you should not be on this stage with uh i've got people to open up for fucking tanache and a couple of people i don't even fucking remember yeah. uh seven street or etc but like oh, why am i putting you in this position early and you're not even ready for it mm, so it's just real specific right now bro. no i'm just saying like nah, you got sh- you for real shots, bro. no it's not even shots like that's that's on me like what the fuck am i doing that for like because i can yeah, you feel I'm me good, but like good. and then now now you're big-headed now you're like you the shit but no you haven't done anything like you shouldn't be on this stage with them and you haven't even paid your dues like yeah because a lot of them a a lot of people open up for people and now it's just like 
it's on and popping. Now, nah, now look, COVID. Tell niggas like, yo, you opening for a nigga that don't give a fuck that you opening for. Half the niggas like, yo, back why are you here? Being the opener was you was just there mm-hmm. like, to kill time. Exactly. Ninety percent of the time, if you had an arena show and you opening mm-hmm. for, let's say, let's say I'm opening for Wayne. Mm-hmm. They didn't come here for that. The crowd didn't come here for that. If niggas know that Wayne not going on until 9, and I'm opening up at 7, niggas ain't there. And the niggas that's there is the niggas that just Just want want to be situated Uh before the show started. They on the phone and shit. Niggas not watching. I can sit there and be like, I can't post that on my vlog and show the crowd because the niggas that is going to be there, they're going to be like, talking to their wing box and that bitch. They're not there for that shit. And that's the thing. Like, when you open for somebody, like, you have to literally get them into you. Like, and you got to give them something to take home with. Mm. Yeah, you performed and okay, but... How they gonna remember you? Like, what are you giving them to take home and remember you by? But even even still, like now, look, COVID hit all them niggas that was opening up for people last year. You don't look as popping as you was. I mean, because sure. now what else are you doing? Like now you just back on the gram, like rapping in front of Sound your phone. They not giving niggas no bags. That's oh, the thing. Man. You gotta. The only reason you're open is because you need to sell tickets to make the money. Like it's not no fucking like they not. Giving you shit to so open up. Like the old school local yes, like sell these tickets, <laughs> bring us some money, go up there for five to ten minutes and oh, get the f- get the fuck out yeah, the way. Man. Unless you sell a bunch of tickets and the artist is late or some shit, they might give you like fifteen twenty. Remember, not only is it going to be you, it might be two or three. It's going to be a whole talent show, and then it's going to be whoever's so they uh, bring. show so it they is. They, they open it. The whole, it's a talent show. Yo, you sell the tickets. These tickets you sell helping us pay for yo is helping us yeah, get yo his back in. Mm. Alright, that's regular. Yeah. Regular, <laughs> regular show shit. shit. Yeah. And I've <laughs> I've connected plenty of people to that system. You feel me? Just I might make some money off of it or whatever the case may be, but it's just like you shouldn't be there. Like you feel me? Like you should not be there. Like yeah. That, that's half the reason I don't even like rapping no more because I'm not selling no fucking tickets for another nigga at a fucking talent show. Like I just don't feel like. And that's a lot of a lot that that's a lot of niggas' mentalities and like you just ain't like a lot of niggas ain't supposed to be rappers. Like mm-hmm. yeah, you can rap, but your like your instinct and your mentality is not to like do what these rapping niggas is doing and right. you just don't want to. Subject yourself to certain shit. It's just, it's a dirty game. It's a game. It's a big game to play. So, I'm. I wasn't trying to play it yeah. at all. Like, Would you still manage right now, though? Not a rapper, unless they was already pop. Like, like, like I said, my cousin and them, like they got a label and all that shit. So mm-hmm. I would like do something where there's money being spent. Like these niggas are talking. They just got a joint venture with Universal. So mm-hmm. you feel me? Like they got a, a label. They got an artist. And there's money. There's money in Atlanta, period. But yeah. if I'm going to be a part of something, it's going to be where the money is. Like, I'm not yeah. managing a nigga in Baltimore who doesn't know shit about the business, doesn't care to learn the business, doesn't listen, doesn't and doesn't think about investing in itself. None of that shit. Like, it's just, what am I, I'm fucking babysitting you from mm-hmm. start to finish? Mm-hmm. I've done that enough. And there's no fucking, I'm doing all the work. Like, I'm branding you. I'm fucking putting your shit on streaming. Like, yeah. the fuck out of my face. Like, just so you can rap about Nothing. But nah, see, I'm an artist, nigga. I don't give a fuck. Yo, all right, so you feel me? Atlanta, Houston, where else would you uh, post up, have a spot if you could? 
do some finishing. Like, where else? <clears throat> where would I post that? Yeah. Like, you say you plotting on spots in Atlanta and Houston. Where else would you potentially try to take this show on the road to? <clears throat> Any West Coast ambition? I want to do LA. You know, we supposed to do, like, LA and all of that shit. Yeah. But, you know. Like, when we first opened the gallery, we was talking about doing... Uh, we was talking about doing um. We was talking about doing L.A. right after that, mm. but it's like what, like why, like why the fuck would, why like that was right out the gate, like that was early, like yeah. just I'd be rushing shit. True, be True. rushing shit. Sounds like a good idea though, cause my niggas don't understand California got like a strong hip hop, just background period. So. Yeah. But it's also artsy fartsy bag too. Right. But um, you still got the the hip hop museum too. Mm-hmm. How's that going? That's like that's where a lot of the connections come from. Like a lot of fucking, it's just a new idea. So people fuck with that. Mm-hmm. I mean, and we do the mini hip hop debates and little shit like that. It's just a different. And I love. I'm like a fake ass hip hop historian. So like I just I just like giving out facts that people don't know and shit like that are you doing the debates excuse me strictly on clubhouse right now yeah because of because of covid so we used to do them in person but yeah since, was you recording them yeah i mean just for like instagram and shit but yeah nah, that's a show right there nigga. yeah like we want i wanted to do a whole youtube show and all of that but we got this content shit on a lot like i said bro you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah i definitely wanted to hey, we was definitely cool planning the show and all of that shit <clears throat> What's your what's your biggest regret so far about having a business and being a business owner? Like, is there anything that um, you look back on over the past four or five years? Like, damn, I could have done that better. Or an opportunity you think you might have missed out on? No. I feel like everything happened for a reason. Like, mm-hmm. I could say I shouldn't have started with all them business partners or something like that. But, like, no, having y'all was... I I needed to have y'all to gets like to you know start this shit out like mm-hmm. i couldn't pay that rent at first by myself like yeah. the whole reason for having business partners was to help with the financial aspect and do that shit together so i don't know nah. so do you have any partners now or are you just solo mm-hmm. dollar solo by yourself i mean i got artists who help out and shit but i don't got nobody i felt like having people on the lease and yeah having the like this is my i quit my job to do this shit yeah so like if i gotta rely on anybody else to you know yeah, it's differently. It's different when you're um, when you're first starting that shit, and you're putting your personal income into facilitating everything. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you really hold more ownership in that shit. But, yeah, I agree with you. Everything worked out for a reason. You feel me? But um, I'm glad you glad you're doing your thing, y'all. Um, I really hope that shit work out in Atlanta for you after everything settled down. Because if you can get out of Atlanta, bro. You might not have to go anywhere else, yo. You could right. probably franchise in fucking Atlanta. That's the that's the fucking goal. Like, it's it's just a lot going on out there. I just gotta get right now. I'm just doing these. Like at first, like last year, I was looking for a space out there, but it's mm-hmm. so expensive. So I just was like, and I almost locked in a space close to three thousand a month. It's gonna be me and my two cousins going in. But like I said, I don't want to rely on nobody else to, you know, like have to help me with this shit and them niggas wasn't fully in you know like worried about it just like yeah i'll help you out blah 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 but like 
this is like what I do. Like I gotta, I gotta do this shit. But now three thousand dollars would have fucked me up. Would you have to relocate? No, I wanted to have both at the same time. So like right now, I got the gallery here, but mm-hmm. I'm going back and forth to do events there. Mm-hmm. So it's just like I I gotta figure that out and figure out who I can depend on to keep the one up here going too, yeah. and who can help me in Atlanta as well. So it's just like. You might have to get some employees yeah. instead of partners. And then that's... Then that's more money. That's out tricky to you. I gotta, you know. But that's, you know, your fucking business owner. Figure this shit out. Like, it's... Yeah. I mean, I'm the one that want to move around and shit. And I'm doing this shit full time. So, how the fuck am I? <laughs> from, your, from your connections and your knowledge, is there... Are live shows coming back anytime soon? No. <laughs> Like the like, at one point they were saying that all right, it's probably be back like summer mm-hmm. of twenty twenty one or some shit. I don't see that. Don't, that's not even looking like a reality right now. It's looking crazy. Damn. So the it's the crazy shit is like a lot of like a lot like shows was the money for artists, rappers, whatever. So it's just like now niggas is going broke trying to that's true and yeah. doing all kind of wild shit. Like you've seen all the even some major rappers like trying to get people to pay for verses and yeah. mixtape slots like who the fuck listens to mixtapes anymore niggas like just scamming here. niggas oh bruh, bruh here scamming. i don't even want to get into that shit yo because i follow that whole shit on instagram the, uh it's the page called the rap ponzi scheme yeah. where they put every time a nigga do that shit they be on it son <clears throat> But I do think a lot of them niggas are just doing it for the extra money. Yeah, for the extra money. Like a lot of them, a lot of them, I feel like are are good. I'm talking about like the new rappers who depend on live shows. Period. Yeah. Like niggas who was out 10, 15, 20 years ago. You feel when they got some kind of? I mean, some of them have some kind of endorsements and mm-hmm. little shit going on. Whereas the newer rappers who were touring and needing that, like that was the yo. That's a good. That was point. the shit. That's why Travis Scott out here doing all this crazy ass shit, yo. Fucking show. Oh yeah. shit! But I, I mean, I feel like together. he he made enough. Like I mean, like he got McDonald's. Like he's a bigger. Like I'm talking about like niggas, like all these lows and shit like that. Like Travis is tied to Kanye. He been. But he fam, about ten years you in. Really think he would have did that McDonald's shit if he could have done like two more tours and. Probably not, but he probably would have did the McDonald's shit's extra money while on those tours. Like I don't see him not doing it at all. Mm-hmm. And his baby mother is a fucking Kardashian, so it's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like he's good. I'm talking about niggas that's like fresh in that yeah. just like four years or less. No, like Blue shit is fucked up. Shit is fucked Blueface. up. Blueface. Blueface. Because he basically he did like Bad Girls Club. Got a bunch of these chicks. Put them in a house. Mm-hmm. He has a show, but you got to pay for it on OnlyFans. On OnlyFans. I wonder how much you making though. I mean, that's like you got to figure it out. You got to get creative. But like, to want to want to pursue rapping as a career, like you, like even still right now, like yeah. you are a wild motherfucker. You but shit. you gotta have some shit. Because most rappers don't know how to get paid. You feel right. me? Like most rappers do not know how to get paid from rapping. Niggas just like doing it for the look, bro. I'm yeah. trying to tell you, niggas just like. But the they look, want yeah. they want the money to come, but it's just like. You feel me? Like, I understand niggas doing it because they love it. They doing it for a hobby and all of that. Yeah. Wonderful. But for the niggas who want to get on and be put on and make money and you don't know how to make money, that's the craziest shit to me. That's why, I like, managing, like, what for what? You don't understand what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody who goes into, like, being a plumber or a doctor, a dentist, whatever, you know that you're going to get paid. 
You know how you're going to get paid. You feel me? You studied this shit, blah, blah, blah. Niggas who's rapping, they don't study shit. They just, you're just rapping. Like You don't even know how much you could potentially yeah. make. You can't You can't even tell me where that money is going to come yeah. from and how it's going to come. Gotcha. You feel me? Like, So what are you doing it for? Like, I just feel like it's such a, niggas just see, like, niggas rapping on, like, on Instagram and TV. Oh, these niggas is popping. But most of them niggas who you see, like, the money phones be fake money. The fucking, mm-hmm. like, the shit that they doing, like, they just... It's a system to, like, if we get, like, I feel like there's an overall system and an agenda that's been put, like, that's been put out that where if we get as many of these black niggas trying to rap and pursue this, mm-hmm. they, they, they then there won't be anything else in the community. They're not going to be having any other skills. Like, mm-hmm. these niggas just are going to want to rap. Interesting. Interesting. I mean, like, and then because it's such a facade, like, the niggas that look like they're on and rich, they're not. A lot of them are not. You feel me? Hella different shit. Yeah. Even inside the industry, like you could be in the industry doing so much other shit other than rapping. So it's like niggas don't even realize like. But niggas just want to be famous. You you rather talk to the niggas at the shows from behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. You could be a behind the scenes nigga. I was just listening to Tax yesterday. Tax got a new interview up, and like he said it, he was like, "Yo, niggas too busy trying to be the Migos when you could be Coach K." Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Shit like that. So it's like. Niggas just, like you said, niggas don't get it. Niggas just want, they see something that look good. Like, I remember watching Yachty. They was asking Lil Yachty about something. And he was like, oh, nah. Like, a lot of my old, like, Dave and Ape and BBC type shit, I get that shit out of Coach K Garage. He got all that shit from when he first came out. <laughs> so that lets you know, that was like 05, 06. Mm-hmm. The nigga was getting money in the music industry back then. Yeah. So, it's... 15, 16 years later, he's and, still a nigga. Yeah, they still out a, here. He's in a prominent spot in the game. Yeah, still out here jerking niggas. Hey, <laughs> old business, yo. Like, he came from the old mean, school bro. way of business, so. But I don't, I don't think, all right, so I don't, like, and so a lot of that shit, like, Lil Yachty is a perfect example with Coach A because, like, a lot of these niggas get in through family. Like, Coach K grew up with Yachty's parents. Like, they mm-hmm. went to school together and shit, so it was just like, All about me, like, you know. That's the other part of the the game that niggas don't know because they not studying this shit. Like yeah. these, a lot of these niggas that's on are on via connections and and family and shit. Like mm-hmm. that is like it's a it's a very tight knit system of little you feel me shit that's going baby on. Because P P and K wanted him out the streets. Yeah, that's the only reason he's little baby. Yeah, and look at this nigga now. He's the <laughs> one of the biggest young rappers like who didn't even want to fucking rap. They took him. They was like, yo, you need to start doing this to stay out the streets. Shout out to Coach K, New Shook Knight. Really? Nah, I think you. <laughs> I just be popping shit, yo. But I do think it's funny when you get to a certain level where you can jerk niggas and nobody like bats an eye or you know talks down on you publicly. Because that's the the way of the game is like yo the fucked up thing about it's not even it's the industry, but it's even and rap even more. Is I got jerked back in the day, mm. so I gotta jerk you around, <laughs> so you know how the shit feel, and you know what not that not to let be done to you. The no fuck kind up. of logic is that? It's, but that's it's fucked up to say. That's niggas in business. Period. How many niggas is really going like yo? When I first started making shirts, nobody. I'm asking niggas for small shit, like yo. Do you know any way I could buy a press in town without having to order it online? Yeah. Nigga, that was 
four years ago. I still haven't heard back from the nigga I asked that question to. <laughs> this is a nigga I spoke to on a regular basis mm-hmm. because I was getting shirts made by him. But when he realized, oh, nigga trying to do his own, I'm mm-hmm. like, bro, it ain't Niggas hate that. I'm not trying to take no business out your pocket. I have a clothing line, and I want to be in charge of my manufacturing so I can generate more revenue. Yeah. Nigga, nigga didn't see it like that. Nigga like, oh, nah. Fuck, nah. You, you, I need you to keep coming to me. Damn, cuz. But that's just how niggas is. Niggas is not gonna give you the game. Yeah. Like you know how they say, man, you give a nigga a fish he eat for a day, you teach him the fish he eat for a lifetime. Niggas would rather give you the fish. Like, as fucked up as it is, niggas would give you the fish and be like, Oh, why here you go, bro? Well, luckily, I don't eat salmon. But look, right? <laughs> is there anything you wanna ask me before I let you go, bro? I always give the other person the opportunity to ask me whatever they want. I don't know. I feel like I asked you shit before that. I feel like that was more personal shit. So, yeah. like, that's what it was. But that's because, like, we know each other from a business aspect and personally. Like, I know. You feel me? Like, so, I mean, we was around each other every day for, yeah. like, <laughs> two fucking years yeah. straight. Good times, bro. Me? Like, niggas ain't, like, <laughs> niggas ain't down bad and shit. Like, you still going with, you still doing what the fuck you was doing when, you feel me, when you, when, when niggas split. Mm-hmm. You feel me? A lot of niggas can't say the same shit. Like, niggas ain't consistent. Like, niggas ain't. Nope. <laughs> Not at all, family. But you know, um, the cream rises to the top. I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> Do you say that at the end of every show? Or was that just right there? You freestyle. I mean, yeah, that's just how I go, fam. Cream rises to the top. I appreciate you coming through, family. Um, you are more than welcome to come through anytime. Like I said, I got hella shows. You can come on any show you goddamn want to. If you want to show, you want to make some content, we can get this shit done. Yeah, I think um, we should do the mini hip hop debate shit. Like, I mean, oh, know. like on the video tip, that yeah. shit gonna be because like I bro. like so like my whole. Hold you up, know what? Don't, don't give him the shot. Because I was, <laughs> I was like, I was like, my whole vision was yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, you know how we go, bro. Yeah. But uh, live from the kitchen, my man Melly. Um, the gallery about nothing. What's the address again? 805 East Baltimore Street, Baltimore, Maryland, 21202. Check that shit out. Also, hit my man on Instagram at... Uh, Millie Brandanowitz. Don't, you probably, you probably can't even <laughs> spell that. Like so, yeah. that's that's the more professional page. Just find me at mark.wit.the.art.etc. <laughs> Yo, what's up with you in the reels right now? You getting good engagement it. off that shit? Killing it. Like, when I started, like... Cause like at first I ain't like I didn't want to talk I ain't want to be in the front of the camera none of that shit so yeah. I was like once I started letting like once I got rid of the team aspect like I'm like people can't get along on teams this team shit ain't working mm. now I need to figure this shit out and like let more of my personality show and figure like get in front of the camera and do shit so yeah. once I started doing that and people started fucking with it I'm just like having fun with it. Yeah. Yeah. What I do want to say to you, be killing. he was one of the first like niggas that was rapping to have merch. In Baltimore? Yeah, in Baltimore, like a lot, a lot of niggas yeah. didn't have merch. Like I remember, like even back in like the MySpace days, mm-hmm. this nigga had shirts and shit like that. I definitely mm-hmm. didn't have shirts. I was selling. I learned from fucking Master P. Like that's so, my like, idol. This nigga <laughs> had merch back in like oh seven oh eight. That time when niggas like when niggas everybody was rapping, but niggas didn't mm-hmm. have shirts. Nigga had like. The boondocks looking characters and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like I, that branding shit is important. Yeah, I definitely got like most of my branding and promotional techniques from you. I still get flyers and shit now. Like, you know, I lost my shit. fucking fly connect, so I just what? was like, fuck it. I'm oh, just I got saying. one for you, baby. You got a new one? Yeah. Good. 
Cause like, but I don't even. And then the thing is, like, I don't even be out like that unless yeah. I'm out of town. So it's just like, I do want to do it, but then it's like uh. my shit right now. Since I got the weed show, I can drop them bitches. The dispensaries let me um drop them bitches in there. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that should kind of take care That's of us. Yep. Mm-hmm. I was I was thinking about something for the snaps on the petrols for the merch. All right, <laughs> we ain't gonna give them the sauce, y'all. Yeah, live from the kitchen. Uh, follow us on Instagram at MDMA Lifestyle Wave. Um, it's been a good one. Uh, I'll let y'all.